Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hello everyone, happy Thursday. Welcome to a internationally delayed episode of the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. Uh, it's Don Maeda and Chase Curtis here in Corona at my home. Alex Ray in the uh, the forest of love in Kentucky with Samantha and uh, Mike Antonovich in the baby cave in Illinois. So um, sorry to be a few days late uh, with this installment, but uh, as you may have heard last week, Alex and I were in Singapore at Soloso Beach on Sentosa Island for uh, round two of the Singapore MX Beach Race Series. And, uh, man, we had a good time. Are you jet-lagged, A-Ray? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yes, I slept, I slept so much last night. I don't know. Today, I was pretty tired. Um, I, did a, I did a little workout today, though. That, that helped, but... Uh, yeah, last week was fun, man. I actually just watched your uh, Life on Two Wheels vlog. <laughs> Dude, you, like, I thought I was bad on the clutch, but oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, you are on. freaking. <laughs> I told you at the end of the first lap of the first moto, there was no nothing on the clutch lever. It was just a floppy piece of metal that existed on that bolt. A scrub daddy bike. Yeah, it just looked like you were hanging on for dear life. Like I was, dude. Was fish tailing everywhere. I was. I was. You just, you just didn't have enough weight on the on the rear wheel. Like you, it's like you were just riding on the on the front fender the whole time. What it like. <laughs> dude, you know. Dude. Well, wait. Okay, so it was bad on the practice footage from Saturday, right? That fell like seven times. Yeah. But uh, that was because I had ninety millisecond and thirty five psi in the tires. Oof. So I felt better in the second and the the first moto Saturday, but then I forgot how to ride in the second moto. Jeez, man! Did you see how many times you're? Did you see how many times you're in my Saturday footage passing me? <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, and Anton, uh, they had about, a, one thing about that. You just got to go faster. You just got to go faster. I mean, it's it's easier said than done. But you just got to go faster, and it's easier. Yeah, it's funny because you got out there on the first lap because I mean, you've done it before, right? So you knew what to expect. You knew how, you know, how freaking uh, swervy the front end was going to be, right? Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, oh yeah, I <laughs> raced in Tijuana. This is good. This would be good. And then I felt, I almost did. You know, I almost fell leaving the pits when I rode in the cement off the uh, off the cement into the sand. I like. Mm, I did see you. I see you fall like like on your way back. I seen you fall. Yeah. I, like after after the moto, you fell over. I hit the ground a lot. <laughs> Anton, they had Ari and I in the same practice. <laughs> How funny is that? But uh, yeah, I think I would say Pablo was he the second fastest guy there, the promoter. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like he just cra- he crashed a lot too. Uh, he crashed because he forgot. He crashed because he forgot to put gas in his bike. Yeah. Oh, he, he just goes gas. over this double and thing. Yeah, he goes over the double 
and the thing just bogs, and he just Ooh. does a straight endo. Front wheel sticks into the sand, and he just torpedoes himself into the ground. Jeez. Bro, it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that, that's the only reason I won the first moto. I would have got second, but he he torpedoed yeah. himself. Well, Jamie beat him too because uh, someone hit him off the gate in the 250 class, and then he proceeded to fall like five more times. Yeah. So there's just a lot of crashing, a lot of carnage everywhere. I, you know, it was it was a fun weekend though. All yeah. the carnage. I, don't think I crashed one time the whole weekend though. All the carnage on your guys' stories made it look like an enduro cross race. That's what it felt like. It, I'll tell yeah. you that. Well, and, there wasn't there was an enduro cross race on Saturday. Yeah, at the dude, same place. Yeah, it was after so the after, after practice. What? Yeah, after the practice, they brought tires out and logs that were wow. zip tied or that were tied down into like stacks and they put it down and dude did you notice no one was really eating shit on the enduro cross obstacles <laughs> they're eating shit Not like really no i mean except for that video that i took but other than yeah. that like yeah, it was pretty good yeah they're eating shit like in the corners and on the jump <laughs> i don't know i don't know it was gnarly but uh the the, uh, the guy that won the enduro cross race that number 60 when I saw that he was lined up in the vet class with me, I was bummed. I was like, that guy's going to <laughs> he didn't. He didn't want the fucking swap smoke, dude. Dude, there was so much O'Neal. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I don't know. It was like Don was, Don was very, very upset after his first practice. He's like, dude, I watched first practice. I was like, oh, look at all these guys. They're all crashing. Ha, ha, ha. I get out there and I crash like 30 times, dude. Like, oh, I'm just so <laughs> discouraged. Yeah, dude, it was a bad deal. <laughs> it was a bad deal. I yeah, looked like I Anton. It was, it was a fun. I looked like Anton at a mountain bike race. Did we lose our, our Zoom host? Anton, are you there? Are you, or is the baby crying right now? Is that why you're silent? I think we lost uh, him. There's still three people in three people in the Zoom, Yeah, but his photo is no longer there. Oh, Anton, blink twice if you're still there. <laughs> oh man! Can you not? Hear me? There, oh, you there, go. there you go. There you go. You were muted. I've been. Oh, I was muted, and I had headphones, and I didn't know that you couldn't hear me because of the headphones. My yeah. Bad. No, we couldn't hear you. Did you follow no, the? I've been laughing. I've been laughing and everything, and you just kept talking. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm just not part of this one today. Yeah. No, no, you were <laughs> muted. So while we were away, did you follow our fucking antics on our Instagrams and stuff? Of course I did. Of course. And the biggest thing that I'm excited about is um, watching the vlog tonight over dinner. I'm very excited to watch. This is going to be like my own Indonesian vacation. Dude, <laughs> I ate shit so much, Anton. Like, yeah. The crash in the second moto was, I, I was I was watching it like a little bit earlier. And dude, I was laughing my ass off whenever I see you just freaking the scorpion. Like you, you. It looks like yeah. It looks like you're about to do the double, and then at the last minute, you're like, yeah, nah. And yeah. then you just like, oh shit, and just like, <laughs> what were you thinking, bro? Well, like, what were you doing? Well, I didn't do any of the doubles all weekend, right? Because like you said, don't do them. At first, I was like, dude, what do I do? Do I just hit it? And you're like, nah, nah, dude, don't do it. So I'm like, okay, A Ray said don't do it. He knows fucking my limited skill set. And he knows how sketchy it is, so I'm not going to do it. And then the second moto, they grade the track, and it looks all buttery, but the landings were, like, super powdery, extra soft. And I'm second behind Pablo, and he launches the double, the biggest one on the track, and I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing it. Because then all I could think about when I was coming up to it was that guy that ate shit in front of you, right? 
<laughs> and I'm all, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that jump. So I go to roll it, and I land in, like, fucking this fluffy powder that just <laughs> throws me in this endo. Dude, I seriously scorpioned. It took, like, it felt like 10 seconds to crash. Oh, my God. I bent my neck all backwards. Like, I should have had a neck brace on for that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, did you like the Scorpion King graphic I added? I did. Yeah, I so did. Avery, when you hit that one double and all the sand blew up off of the frame, off the under rails, I was like, look at hurlings on that number uh, 87 Honda. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, oh, God. Dude, it was, it was honestly, it was so much fun. Like, like even the little doubles, though, they're actually kind of tricky because the first couple laps, you know, you have everyone going everywhere. There's no, like, straight lines anywhere. So you kind of have to have like a couple laps yourself to just sort of make your own lines a bit. And then it, it gets a lot funner throughout the, throughout the day. But yeah, I mean the track, I mean, it was a short track, but honestly it was, it was a lot of fun getting, you know, burn blasts a little bit. And I don't know. I, I like the sand too. It's just, it's fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, it's something I kind of grew up on. You know, I grew up, I had a, I had a sand track at my house that I rode literally every single day. So I don't know. It it kind of comes a little bit natural to me. Okay, but but, but Ari, have my back on this. It was not like any sand. I was gonna else. say it didn't look like it was beach sand. It's not. like It was full. Yeah. But, but the no, thing is, was, is like I've ridden Pismo, okay. and it wasn't like that. The Pismo sand holds you. Right. And well, no, you should ride at my house here in Tennessee. You should like if you rode at my place, it would be similar to that. I'm dare. It's different. It's different color sand, yeah. but I'm telling you, it like whenever the sand is wet, it's a bit different. Like Pismo isn't really wet; it's dry sand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I've ridden Pismo, yeah, so I've ridden. Uh, you know, I used to do the Cantamar sand dune, too much fun races and below Tijuana, uh-huh. and well, that yeah, was that yeah, was like, like and that's even sand dunes. That's like that's dry too, isn't it? Yeah, hmm. but like. Uh, I'm, I'm well, if it's dry, like you just stay on top, like you don't really dig in yeah. as far. And was then the track harder Saturday after it rained? Did you think it was harder after it rained Saturday? Mm, a little bit. Yeah, or or I mean, was it my 35 psi? It was a little bit harder to ride, I think, on Saturday. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was a little bit tougher. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Yeah. It was very humbling. Because I was the, yeah. the first practice session, the first lap of the first practice is that clip on Instagram you see yeah. of those guys coming over and just crashing on the first jump. I was laughing, dude, while I was filming. I was cracking up. I was like, look at these squids. Mm-hmm. And then I get out there, I'm worse than them. <laughs> but yeah, so somehow I, I didn't fall in the first yeah. moto, so I won. And then the second moto, I do the Scorpion King, and I fell three more times on the first lap. Dude. Pablo lapped yeah. me on the second lap. Wow. But uh, and swap swap. That's the kind of sand that they put in Supercross. No, really, <laughs> it's that bad. I mean, it's it's. I mean, try riding with Supercross suspension. Yeah, and that on some of that shit. Good God. Yeah, I mean, some of it, some of it, it, it it's kind of the same characteristics of it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I it, loved the clips of the little kids. Like, oh my gosh, if you guys were having problems, it, it would look like damn near child abuse to send those 50 riders out there to try to ride on that. Oh, yeah, dude. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. first race of the day was the Pee Wee class or 80 class. And it was only two laps long. And there was a couple kids that only finished one lap. Oh, my God. It was so bad. I don't know. Mm. 
so like the most important question you know what's it like on there like the bikes all look good the gear look good all that stuff that was a completely different indonesia race than what we were seeing at the mxgps <laughs> yeah no it was crazy because like i seriously went there and was like there's gonna be some booty ass stuff here and like i anyway would you agree that the 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 trick modern level of the Singapore beach race was definitely higher than you would get at Elsinore on a Sunday. Oh, 100%. And two, like, like I want to say this, like, luckily they have a, uh, O'Neill rep over there in Singapore, actually. <laughs> Dude, it was very it, it was about, I mean, had, out of yeah. every, out of everyone there. I mean, I feel like there was about a 45% people in 2022 O'Neill. Yeah. There was a lot. I thought you guys were giving out gear, and that's what happened because there's so much there's, of the same. There was, I did forty five percent, forty five percent of the people that showed up were in O'Neill gear, and I was very stoked on that. Wow, was there any? Uh, was there any? So I remember like a year or two ago, they were. Oh, Don had an O'Neill kit that they didn't sell in the states. Were there any like special kits that they didn't sell out here? I didn't see anything. No, hmm. like area. No, I can't I even. If you had to ask me, like, what's the second most common gear brand there? I couldn't tell you. Like I mean, I saw some FXR, a really? couple. Saw some uh, mm-hmm. Troy Lee, but that was mostly Pablo. Yeah, but there was some a lot of Troy Lee designs. Was there? A uh, little, yeah. There was a little bit of Fox. Um, there was that Raiju team or Riju. Yeah, Riju. They, so, they have their own. Yeah, so I was asking about that. Riju is uh, is it a Chinese bike? I can't remember I what they said. So? I I thought it was Chinese, but they told me something else. But anyway, so the Riju takes the last generation's gas gas, okay, and they copy it, and they it's it's basically a gas gas bike, uh-huh. but it's called a Riju R E I J U, and there's quite a few of them there. That was the only funky thing I saw, and those guys had their own Riju. Yeah, gear. but they have like full KYB uh, front and rear suspension though. Yeah, Were and there's two, two strokes? strokes. Oh, okay. And I think there was four yeah. strokes too, wasn't there? The number twenty-one guy was on a four-stroke. No, he was on a he was on a three hundred. I think it was a oh. two-stroke because I remember I started it up at the after party and I was revving the shit out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm yeah. looking at their website right now. They only have two strokes, but they have a full-on like six days bike. So that is huh. all of the old gas gas stuff for sure. Yeah. Does it say what country mm-hmm. they're made in? Like I assumed it was China because you know all the Chinese knockoff stuff, and we're close to China over there. Yeah. But I think they told me it was something else, like it was Russian or something. Oh, what the hell? Oh yeah. But I don't know. But that that was the only oddball thing. And then I saw some weird helmets, but not too many. Yeah. Um. There was a lot of Iro helmets. I mean, your there. typical Aero, yeah, Arrow, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it, but, but yeah. there was another one, like it was called like MX One or something. But other than that, everyone else looked super legit, and everybody's super into it, man. Yeah, everyone seemed really stoked. So with the uh, even though the jumps were small and they were treacherous, everyone was calling Alex Airtime Ray. Airtime Ray, because wow. he did all he did all the jumps. Huh. We were calling him Airtime. You know, and, and it's and it's funny too for them. Like I would say, it's pretty challenging. It's a pretty challenging event because it's on the beach. It's sand. You know, they don't like in Singapore. Racing isn't very. I would say like popular, right? Like, I mean, well, no, yeah, like, according to everyone I talked to, those guys, like, they have to go to Malaysia or Indonesia or Taiwan, or like they have to go to those different places to ride. Yeah. So like for them, like I would say that they're entry level beginners. Right. So yeah. for this, 
like it's almost like their own little fucking Erisberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Erisberg for me. But uh, yeah, yeah that, for, so for you two and you ride all the time, dude. dude that was <laughs> terrible, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, off road riding is illegal in Singapore. You could buy what? a dirt bike there and ride on the street and not get in trouble. Uh-huh. But there's no legal tracks or trails, so they can't. Where you guys are racing there, it's not like they're riding there. Every no, weekend. no, no, no. So, oh, okay. so it's the uh, Shangri-La Sentosa Beach Hotel, and it's like uh, in this private cove. And the and then another thing that's interesting is, I guess there's no sand beaches in Singapore, and uh, kind of like I learned. So they had all the the sand was imported from Australia. Oh, and as a man-made beach, because like it's kind of like when Renee and I went to uh, Barcelona for the Stark, we found out that the Barcelona beach was man-made for the Olympics. Oh wow! All the shores there are rocky, I guess. Huh. So same thing in Sentosa. So that's like this, the world's most expensive beach, right? They Jeez. imported Australian sand. I wish they imported the sand from Tijuana. It would have been more familiar. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they built the track, and what Pablo had to have it back flat by Monday at noon or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And, th- I mean, he had to have it back, like, pristine, perfect. He had he was out there. I don't know if he was, but he had some of his workers out there, like, uh, with brakes, like, even smoothing off even, like, the the tractor. Um, the, yeah, the, the, like the tractor tire marks. Yeah. That was another yeah. thing that was crazy is our dozer there didn't have tracks. that had tires. What? Yeah, so they couldn't properly build the track, I feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, regardless, it was the time of my life. I had a great time. But uh, then they had this after. Got to see some amazing things, like in the freaking city. Got to eat a bunch of duck shit and freaking <laughs> all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. They had they had bootleg Swap Moto Live shirts. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sketchy shirts, too. Yeah. They had bootleg Alex Ray shirts. Did they make oh. the sketchy ones or did they just make the ones with your uh, beach creations? Uh, Well, they, they sold like the ones with with me on the back like the little cartoon but uh i got like a, a couple shirts with the sketchy as hell uh logo with the singapore msb trace mm-hmm. on there yeah. were you stoked or did you give some season assists out hmm? no, no, no i was stoked no i told him no i i told him i told him to to make it like sort of ahead of time you know just like hey let's do this and you know and so yeah they were all stoked on it yeah the crazy thing is that dude so many people down there knew what Swap Moto Live was. And that was super humbling, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. we're only three years old. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, A-Ray had some rapid fans, and, like, I even had a couple fans here and there, like, oh, it's so <laughs> sick. And I was laughing. But, uh, but, yeah, they're super in touch with what's going on, you know? Like, uh, Dude, they even had a bootleg Kenny Taco Bell. What are you talking about? Yeah. They have everything. <laughs> what? Yeah, the DJ. Oh, dude, yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. There's a bootleg yeah. Twitch. There's an Asian Twitch. <laughs> Did you see that on no? my story? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was like straight Alibaba Monster Energy Party. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so the party was at uh, another hotel that was also part of the beach. But, uh, dude, it was insane. And the crazy thing is, is like, that was where the award ceremony was. Uh-huh. And I would say 90% of the people that raced went to the after party, right? Because, like, in the award ceremony, there wasn't one no-show. Oh, wow. Like, top three in each class. Like, there was everyone was there. <clears throat> wow. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was almost kind of like a like a banquet party. I don't know, like everyone was drinking, having a good having a good time. Like, 
there's music going, DJ, all that. Like it was just such a good vibe. I don't know. I was, I was, I was in it pretty heavily there. Yeah, area was, was uh, two sheets to the wind. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so after the last race, like you know, there was this guy that you know was hanging out with us, and he kept he kept buying these buckets of beer, and he was just you know drinking casually, you know, Coronas and shit. After like the third or fourth bucket that we got. Pablo's like, hey man, we gotta we gotta go to the award ceremony down here. I'm like, well, I need to shower or something. Like, I, I'm all sweaty. I got sand all over me. He's like, no, there's no time. So we're like, we went straight there, and uh, yeah, we we kind of kept it going. I didn't really have much time to to sober up there, but I mean, it was uh, it was quite an amazing uh, experience. So yeah. it was it was super fun. You know, the only thing I was they had too... these little Asahi Asahi beers, like the little mini mini chode beers. Yeah, they're and like half of a Red Bull. Those little things. What? Yeah, it was half of a Red Bull, and uh, A Ray drank like a hundred of them. Nice. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what? The only thing I wasn't stoked on was that they made us be the trophy girls. No, it's okay. I kind of liked it. Ah, oh, dude, it was hot up there with the lights, and then I had to deal with the angry third place finisher. Remember? No, I didn't. I didn't hear about that. Oh, dude! In one of the cl- one of the novice classes, the the DJ guy calls up third place and then I hand the guy his trophy. And he's all, "Why third place? Why third place?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know. I'm just the trophy <laughs> trophy boy." <laughs> Here you go. He's all mad. And then in another class, he got third again, and he was super pissed. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he was he was yelling at uh, Pablo afterwards. I don't know what happened there. But yeah, no, it was super good time. Super cool. The town was great. Um, if you watch the Life on Two Wheels vlog, you'll see that uh, I went to a, a boba tea booth, and they literally had one called Cheezo Duck Shit Tea. Why would they name it that? I, dude, I looked it up online, and it was something like there was too much of a high demand for this tea because it was so popular, and so the the farmer that was growing the tea gave it a horrible name so oh. the demand would diminish a little but it was the number one thing on the menu and had a star by it i'm hell? just all duck shit so i bought that i bought three of them and took them back to the party me and Ari did a taste test and agreed it was delicious hmm. but you didn't like the natto at the hotel bar right no it looked like it had <laughs> like I mean, I'm going to be honest. It looked like someone like jizzed in that freaking bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's ferment- fermented. Beans. Yeah, fermented soybeans. Well, Have you had that, Anton? Have I made you try that, Anton? I think you did, yeah. It's I know good. I've seen it. It's, I know I've seen it. It's a Japanese uh, uh, accessory. It's very acquired taste, but I like it. I haven't eaten it since I was a little kid. It smells and tastes strange. But I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you to Pablo Toribio and the uh, Singapore MX Beach Race crew for taking Alex and I out. We had the time of our lives. It was great. If you haven't, uh, if you're listening and you haven't seen any of the footage from that, check out SwapMotorLive.com. We got video footage from each day, plus my vlog, which has some more fun stuff in it. Ah, dude, Ari, I forgot to put the escalator clip in the vlog. Oh my god! No, you can leave that out. Dude. He was very proud of that at the track today. <laughs> I know. He's always proud of it whenever he just blows ass in someone's face. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Anyway. But, yeah, no, I mean, the Singapore Beach Race, it's, I don't know, I guess it's something that, you know, we'll be 
talking about or you know something that we've experienced in life that not a lot of people get to do right like it's yeah i mean we raced in a foreign country like we raced in asia you know right next to the water you know I got, we got these cool little pictures you know me in the in the sand next to the water and everything and uh i don't know it's just something that's that's cool that you can knock off your bucket list yeah darn definitely yeah and all this we should just take the next time we got to take the whole swap out live crew though we got to take chase we got to take anton yeah the baby Ezra, the baby. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. we got to take scrub daddy because all the guys are all oh yeah. swap you legend where's your black friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, man. anyway hey let's take a quick break here from our sponsors we'll be back for uh some u.s motocross talk have you heard that yoshimura is now making bicycle components that's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo Pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now, next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, 
Being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by our friends at Pro Taper. Pro Taper, by the way, how happy was I when I pulled up to the house? Oh, very, very thrilled. Yeah. I even asked you about that earlier today. Yeah, I've got a uh, a box was on my doorstep of new Pro Taper. Uh, ACF mm-hmm. handlebars in the SX race bend. Hoping there's some grips in there. Not a fan of that bend, but I like the bars. Why don't you like the bend? It's I awesome. Just, I don't like that bend. Too tall for you? Mm-hmm. Huh. Anyway, there's those, and then there's a Sella hole shot device in there. I can't wait to put Ooh. on that KTM 350. We're to race at Glen Hill next week, although I shouldn't race based on how I rode today there. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to race Swap's bike and shoot the photos for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we need a race series photographer for uh, Southern California to uh, foot in the door with the crew. Pays a little bit. That's how I met everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need to do when you're trying to solicit oh, people to me, do it, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Old uh, Pinned Out Productions wasn't having it though. <laughs> oh wow. So uh, yeah, so dude, surprisingly at Glen Helen today on a Thursday before Redbud. Yeah. Jason Anderson was there. Joe Shimoda was there, and mm-hmm. uh, Jet Reynolds was there. But Jet, Jet's not racing yet. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, dude, El Hombre was laying down the heat. Flying. Today. And Joe was going really fast, too. He looked at me every time he passed me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, at first I was like, oh, they're just probably going to do sprints. Yeah. But I think Anderson did like a 20 or a 30 at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, he looked super good. But, uh <clears throat> Yeah, so you guys are headed to Redbud, or not? You're not going to uh, Ray, are you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Sam's got to work tomorrow, but after after she gets off work, we're gonna drive up. Oh, you're driving distance. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't live too far from there. She's like four hours, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Anton and I were talking about this before you guys uh, before you guys got on the phone, but yeah, she lives like four hours from there. So we're just gonna we're gonna drive up, and nice. uh, yeah, I got my my management duties I got to do. So Mm -hmm. does she like you better in a helmet or a headset? Uh, I would say a helmet because you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Headset. I would, I would be a little bit less stressed. I think if I, if I'm wearing a helmet, 
that I'm probably just freaking strung out, stressed out, just yeah, I don't know, asshole. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. when Chase and I were on our way to Glen Helm this morning, uh, we got the email that Ken Roxon is in for U.S. Supercross or World Supercross mm-hmm. on a team that is yet to be finalized. Um, do you have any insight wow. on that team, Anton? Because like. Uh, I texted Tony right away. I said, hey, is Roxon riding for you guys? And he said, we got smoked or we got outbid or something. What Swooped. did he say? Swooped on. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, I think a lot of it from what I hear is depending on what Ken's like next contract is. And yeah. I, I see him saying a Honda and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's been a couple of things that have been floated out there. Like could he land at the Rick Ware Racing or the MDK team, which – the platform that those guys are kind of encouraging is, Hey, just show up, like ride whatever you want and show up. But then at the same time, there's still some teams that got to be determined. And I think that if Kenny stays at Honda, there is a team that's coming that does have some direct Honda support. Uh, and yeah. I would be surprised to see him going there. You know, nobody's told me that or anything, but I've been waiting kind of patiently for the first high profile guy to get a little extra nudge to join this thing. And, mm-hmm. um, Ken being the first one's not a, I, I see where people are like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But at the same time, like Kenny's the perfect guy. He's, he's the yeah. most international. He's had a point in his career where he could go do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got all the motivation to go right now and go make the most of it. So I think it'll be a cool thing. Uh, it's kind of the, sh- not to talk ill of the series, but it's kind of the shot in the arm that it needs before this next yeah. big string of announcements, yeah. you know, because we have so much stuff and like, again, not to be negative, but last week for like the indicated thing to come out and then the video to come out with the new logo and all that, it was a lot of like, Hey, that's cool. That's cool. But when's like, when's the meat of this thing coming? And now it's here. Yeah. The you only know? writer they've announced so far is, is Sealy, right? And now Roxon. They well, They've announced the whole and, uh, MCR team. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, the whole MCR team was announced and like that even too, I know the team wanted to do something sooner and then it was like, hold on, hold on. We got to like, make sure we got all the T's, you know, crossed and the I's dotted before we can go push anything out. Uh, But even that's been kind of something because some teams are ready to go. Some teams are ready to say who their guys are and and everything that they want to do because it's time for them to start funding with sponsors. And then other teams are still trying to sort out their issues or what they're exactly going to do. So it's a it's an odd and it's not odd but it's an interesting time to hear where everybody's at right now because october you know october is going to be here before we know it totally yeah now oh my God. what do you I think know. about oh, this don't remind me does does kenny i mean i'm not talking shit but i mean if he finishes the outdoors and goes straight into world supercross i mean that's one hell of a long year yeah from what i've heard he's he's back at honda next year and he will be supercross only and I think it's a one-year deal. Yeah. And and I, that's that's the thing that I think a lot of us have heard too. Like mm-hmm. Chase, I mean, you've heard it. I've heard it from people because it's about time for Jet to go up to the 450 class. They right. don't want to keep him down mm-hmm. in the 250 much longer. And for for Ken, you know, this is just the latest guy to go Supercross only. You know, him, Cooper, Eli, Marvin. Mm-hmm. I mean, that That's an unbelievable run of dudes in just 16 months that have mm-hmm. signed up to this. A lot of them in the last like six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. forgot A Ray. A Ray. God. 
A Ray, well, be... A Ray hasn't hasn't been contacted yet, but A Ray would love to be contacted. <laughs> no, no, we're cross, talking about no, superstars, super only, superstars that went supercross only. That's what we're talking about. These established, oh, yeah. yes, you yes. know, in the back back half of their twenties. You kind of oh, led yeah. the field, A Ray. Yeah, he led. The, I did. Right? He led the trend. You and Ray. Hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> love to see it, <laughs> dude. I gotta like. We need to really all enjoy this outdoor season because. Next year is going to be sad, I feel like, compared to this year. Just the depth in that 450 class. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dude, I'm going to miss seeing Telmac. Yeah, that's going to be weird. But I wonder I wonder if we get more MXGP guys over in the States. Like, I, I wonder yeah. if this opens the door for, like, you know, some of those MXGP guys to come over here, you know, that have never really had a spot, you know, to, to be on the team that might – actually get an opportunity now that you see some of these guys racing the yeah the that would be cool i mean dude, like like seriously how lucky are the people that got to see kyroli in action at those first four totally oh it's a freaking badass dude yeah. like i'm still like in awe because like, i'm i watch his instagram videos like i'll i'll play some of the stuff back on math tv sometimes i'm like dude's a freaking badass right and mm-hmm. like we all haven't got to see him really in person and then you know like for us to be able to see him in person at some of the races it was it was just fucking kind of cool to watch mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, it was it was really cool to watch i and again i've said this before i'm surprised how many people just came out of the woodwork to see tony you know but that's pretty surprising that so many people are just wow i get to see this nine-time world champion that comes here and that really speaks to the dedication of the fans that are out there man, because uh, that's a big ass to go watch just one dude mm-hmm. yeah hey i'm looking I, at right here on the website not to jump topics but a ray uh, from your team uh manager position have you heard anything about drug testing this summer i have not no okay so 20 something days ago uh on the ninth MX sports added their competition bulletin for substance abuse and the testing procedures. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's be handled by this, a Jesus, uh, Agus science corporation who handles NFL, major league baseball, NHL and IndyCar, which is cool. Cause that shows that like, Hey, it did really get taken in house. We're not using USADA, mm-hmm. we're not using anything. Yeah. So I'm reading the thing right now. It's the first time I've seen it. And it says pro motocross, Participants are prohibited from using, having in their system, possessing, purchasing, selling, or participating in the distribution of any drug that is illegal to possess, use, or distribute in any of the United States 50 states. I'm looking at this. Marijuana is not on there. Like cocaine, amphetamine, meth, MDMA. This is the first time that I've never seen pot on the testing list for for motocross. Mm -hmm. I, like I'm going through, it's got everything. It's got but fentanyl. We, it's got marijuana is not legal in all 50 states, right? No, that that's yeah. That's another big thing about it too. So I'm like looking at it, but it's not, it's not mentioned at all anywhere. There's, I mean, it goes into everything. It goes into human growth hormone. It goes into uh, Xanax. It goes into, if you don't have a prescription for it, I mean, it, it even goes down into the stimulants. Like you can't have, uh, you can't have, you know, those things, uh, what is it like? I'm trying to think of uh, five-hour five hour energy. <laughs> uh, what was it that everybody was taking? Like the the Ritalin and stuff like that. That's any kind of amphetamine in there without limitation, uh, as long as you have a 
a thing, but wow, that is a really surprising deal that's just kind of been quietly talked about or kind of put out there. Yeah, like, is it maybe? I'm wondering it. Protocol. I wonder if it has to do with any of like the the CBD companies, like they're one to get into the sport or something like that. You know what I mean? Like if it, you know, if it's like a big money dealer, I I have no idea, right? Like you know, like the CBD companies, they'll have like the THC in there, and like you fucking rub it on your knee or something. You're trying to get your knee better, and then you get popped for for marijuana or something like that, right? I have no idea. I don't know. Is it maybe? But I'm wondering as... if that has something to do with it or. Yeah, hmm. that is weird though, because yeah. I mean it's not if you'd heard anything legal in all fifty states. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I was stressing yeah, I was, coming back from uh, Singapore. I was stressing going in and coming back from Singapore because I took my Delta Eight gummies, <laughs> yeah. my pure Kana ones, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna get busted or, or something. Because <laughs> I just saw that uh, that news came out about the the. The women's basketball player I got busted just came to court for having weed in her bag oh. in Russia. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get popped. And then, <laughs> and then when we came through uh, customs, uh, when we landed in Frisco, mm-hmm. the customs agent put my passport in this plastic container that had to be like open with a magnet or something. And he's like, yeah, when you get your bag, go to uh, baggage inspection. I was like, oh shit, here we go. And so I had the the delta eights in my backpack so i was yeah. like oh man and i was thinking about taking them out and like trying to chuck them somewhere and then i looked up <laughs> and there's all these cameras everywhere i'm like dude what am i gonna do anyway it went through and they opened my bags and guess what they confiscated mm. crocs uh these potato chips i bought these weird malaysian potato chips i bought that had oh. chicken seasoning they're all oh wow they're all oh, beef wow. seasoning okay pork seasoning okay you can't have chicken seasoning i'm all can I at least taste it? <laughs> why, did, I, why? I don't know. It was like a livestock thing, right? Huh. But like they let all yeah. the other weird potato chips and popcorn I bought it, you know, to spend my last money. I wonder it, if they would have let duck shit in. Duck shit, duck shit tea? I don't know. Mm. Probably not. Because <laughs> shit's like remember, agricultural. Yeah. I remember I came back home from the Netherlands the first time I ever went to Europe and I had like a couple euros to get rid of at the airport in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and so I bought Megan tulips and I'm like sick and the people at the at the desk were like oh yeah you can take those right back to the US no problem <laughs> yeah customs was not happy when I got back that dude was pissed yeah yeah because you brought and dirt right? yeah and I carry these flowers back on like a 14 hour flight and I'm like hell yeah and he's like what are you doing <laughs> yeah that's funny to get you on potato chips yeah I remember one time when I the first time I went to Barcelona like years and years ago I bought a a whole leg of like uh, Iberico ham, like it was hanging from the ceiling in the restaurant. And I was like, can I take this home? They're like, oh yeah, no problem. And I had it in my check bag. And my check bag didn't make it because they're stealing it. So I know, <laughs> and I get, when it got delivered the next day, there was a little note like, oh, you're prohibitive items. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, now being enjoyed by the security team. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, off topic, we were talking about drug testing and all that. Um, has anyone been drug tested this year? Like, have you seen it at a race or supercross or a national yet? I have not. I haven't, I haven't either. Yeah. I haven't seen a single thing. And I haven't even heard anyone saying that they've even gotten drug tested. So, Yeah. I haven't seen an agent or anything. And that was, you know, one of the deals when they split from the FIM that, that the USADA stuff and the WADA stuff wasn't going to be 
the same way. So I, you know, I'm really surprised that it was just kind of hidden on, not hidden, but just a bulletin on the MX sports website that I just now saw. I thought mm. that that would be a much bigger deal. Yeah. And like, and, and to clarify, like, and I think a lot, a lot to do with it is the cost of the testing, right? Like, yeah, I, I think they've mentioned it before, like testing athletes, you know, drug testing athletes every other weekend, or maybe even two or three times a year. It's very, very costly. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, what, what was it answer on like 70 grand or something like that? Oh yeah. It's, it's gotta For be each athlete. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for each athlete that gets tested. Yeah, because in addition to that, you have some guys that are on the whereabouts program, and you have other people that'll get you know random tests. When when people do come to the races, I mean, heck, it's like eight or nine officials that come there or chaperones that stay with you guys the whole time. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah, and then, I, and then outdoors. Outdoors, they have to rent those trailers for you guys to go into. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have you ever and been drug tested, Ray? Yeah, last year, twice. right? Yeah, we talked yeah, about last year. You and Barca, you last year, Millville. Is that where they watch the pee come out of your wiener? <clears throat> uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the guys like looking over my shoulder pretty much like the whole time. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, man, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I'm pretty much naked right here. Like, I don't know where you think his piss is gonna come from, but yeah, I think you have an IV <laughs> bag. Between I would just have I'd make direct eye contact with. Yeah. Him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like your dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, man, it ain't much to look at. You know, it's like, he's already got stage fright. Like, just fucking chill out. Hmm. <laughs> Not really. So, uh, can you talk about what you heard for next year? Yeah. So, I think there's been quite a few rumors about it, but it's pretty much for sure that along with uh, Kenny doing the Supercross only, if I, th- I think he's yet to sign the contract, but. Uh, Jet will be on a 450 next year for outdoors. Do you think they'll keep Hunter's down? So that's what I wanted to talk to Anton about. So he's got a two-year deal, right? But they didn't specify which class or anything like that. Hunter? No, they did. They did. Hunter's deal. That's the end of his 250 eligibility. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So little brother's I mean, moving up front. He's missed quite a bit of time. You know, right. there's a lot of super stuff that he didn't do, mm-hmm. and Jet won in a championship you know, two championships he's had, he's definitely been stacking up points that maybe Hunter hasn't, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the PR that they put out says that that's the end of Hunter's 250 eligibility. But even at high point a couple weeks ago, he was talking about like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm already thinking the next deal. I'm already thinking about my 450 career here. Right. I mean, it all makes sense though, under the Honda tent. Cause I mean, I think we had all heard that Hymas would move up next outdoors and start his career as, as well. So he'll just slide right into that other 250 bike mm-hmm. alongside Hunter. So, yeah, I think it's all kind of what we figured would happen, but it's cool to see that it's actually going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, the race in the High Sierras that happened last weekend. Yeah. Di Francisco wins. Yeah. Canard gets second and Hymas gets third, right? Was Hymas third? Hawkins was in there somewhere yeah, too. Yeah, Hawkins so. was in there. But, like, Those dude, how about Trey Canard? Yeah, coming out. I mean, obviously we know he's a badass and everything, but but uh, I I have to be honest, I was surprised that De Francisco was as dominant as he was. Yeah, I was too. I thought. I mean, we know how fast Trey is. I think not last year, but the year before, for the entire month of like December, he had the fastest lap time at the Supercross track out of the Honda guys. You know, mm-hmm. he's just a test dude. So 
we all know how fast he is, but it's pretty badass to see that he uh, he lined up and raced out there with all those kids. Mm-hmm. So D. Francisco winning uh, last weekend, does that change anyone's opinion about how they think he's going to do at Redbud? Like what do you where do you where do you put him? I put him around the top ten, maybe just outside, like a twelfth or eleventh. Yeah, I think seventh, seventh, eighth. seventh. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, I would I would say I would say anywhere around eight to twelve. I mean I I, I mean that's that's a safe safe deal, but I mean I mean there's a lot of differences, you know. Like I mean got 30 plus two you know he's only you know he's an amateur so i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure he's been doing his motos yeah but i mean yeah that extra 15 minutes you know that he's he's going to be racing it's going to be tough on him mm-hmm. it's um, hard because you just... know i mean he's he's yeah and and two he's going to be racing the race spec bike i don't know how much time he's had on that you know right. i mean that's a totally different engine package mm-hmm. you know so i was surprised yeah. to and see him you... back in renin in a 60 i was too because i heard it was not going to be like that but I wonder what changed or whatnot. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think he stays or do you think he goes back for Loretta's? I think, I think he tries his ass ends. off. Yeah. To get those forty points. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he wants to go back to Loretta. He doesn't. Good. If uh, if he doesn't line up for a class at Loretta's, it's a pretty light year down there. I think. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And a class, B class is stacked, but a class is. I don't. I can't. It's what Hawkins and Ferry, or is Ferry still in B? Ferry's in B. Uh, Ferry's B. Yeah. Ferry's in B. Yeah. I think it's just Hawkins right now, as far as I can remember. Yeah. I'm sure there's a a Misten, but like Hawkins and Hymas. Yeah. Yeah, Hymas. Yeah. Damn. I keep forgetting about. I think. Um. I think some of that has been, because originally I think Hymas was supposed to race this weekend too. But I think they're all, all the teams are kind of like, wait a minute, like, if no one lines up for Loretta's, I mean, that would be some easy titles right there. <laughs> and there is that Moto Combine this week. So there is going to be some A class guys that are out there getting, you know, the full experience. And I'm sure, you know, if the OEMs have pushed so long and so hard to try to get their guys more adapted to that, like, you got you got to take the opportunities that the MX Sports Series is going to give to you. So mm-hmm. do it, you know, but, um, there, it's going to be interesting just to watch tomorrow how many fast amateur kids are on the track because it's like a select class for Loretta's later this summer. Mm-hmm. Right. And is Moto Combine mm-hmm. more stacked than Supercross Futures? We're not going to see like some vet oh, guys in there. Last year it was, yeah. Yeah, it's stacked this year. Like that. Like looking at the list for tomorrow is it's it's a who's who really of amateur kids. Yeah, well, that's good. Cool. Um, what else? Anything? There's some new mm-hmm. riders this weekend. I mean, we talked about rider, but we got Ty Masterful will be back aboard uh, Bikey Bot. He's no longer with AEO. Oh, he's not? No. So I imagine he'll be a little eager to get some results, especially since Is he, he did still so good O'Neal there a couple rider? years ago. I don't know. We got to talk to Daddy Frank about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the whole program is. He released a video like last week on social media. It sounded like he's got no help whatsoever, and he bought a bike off Craigslist, so. What? Like yeah. a used bike? Mm-hmm. Used bike off Craigslist. Dude. Yeah. So, I was kind of surprised to see that him and AEO separated. I know there were some... Neither side was happy, but I figured they'd last for the year at least. But, mm. uh, yeah. Hmm. Wow. The masterful deal? 
he's yeah. he's riding some bikes out of uh, the shop in Topeka. The the bikes that Crutcher used for his arena cross team. It's those exact mm. bikes that um, yeah he wouldn't picked up. So he's going to be on a cycle zone bike for the rest of the year. Oh wow. I kind of heard a little bit about it, and even at Thunder Valley, there was a lot of uncertainty from the team of like, yeah, we don't, we're not really sure where this is going from here. Yeah, uh, and it's a bummer, you know. But let's see what Ty does on his own, like completely on his own, because he's never been this way in quite some time. Yeah, you, know? you got to feel for the kid. I mean, so many people. I mean, people just need to listen to the show we did with him because he explains everything. I mean, the kid had a broken arm and he was trying to race at Paula, like. He's got heart, and he's got, he's got sure he goes down every once in a while, but he's got reasons as to why he's not. He's not just giving up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Mumphy will be back this weekend too, mm. so that'll be cool. Dude, he's he was ripping, ripping at Paris. Yes, he has been shredding. So yeah, I'm curious to see how he's gonna do. Uh, it'll be his first outdoor race of the season. I mean, he's hopping in. You know, these guys they haven't raced, raced you know, these riders the whole year you know so like this guy's like a rider d uh carson these guys are kind of jumping into people who are already like have races under their belt already have like some consistency going so it's, i'm curious to see how they're they're going to be like once they just hop in you know mm-hmm. totally because that's that's tough to do you know because they all have the race pace and everything you know like once the gate drops you know these guys are probably going to battle a little bit of arm pump they're going to be nervous so uh, I, if they do end up, you know, getting some good results and good finishes, that's that's gonna be that's gonna say a lot. That's gonna be good for these guys. Dude, didn't Mumford and Shimoda get good results as amateurs when they popped in? Oh, when they raced oh, yeah. a couple there last Uni- year, I think yeah, Unidale like or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they didn't. Mumphy yeah. get like around a fifteenth or something at Unidale. Something good. He did something. I good. think Mumphy a whole shot at like one of the motos. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. I'd love to see him do good this weekend. <clears throat> um, we got Anstey coming in the 450 class. Yeah. What? Okay. So, is that team going World Supercross? Because his mm-hmm. his caption says something like, "Oh, something to be announced." But you get the picture. Yeah, from what I heard, it's not announced. But yeah. from what I heard, that'll be another team. Yeah. I think that's another one possibility for Kenny to go to. Too obviously, they Yuri's got some help from Honda coming in. So. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I think is going to happen, too, because when I went down there in 19, you know, Brayton was coming off of his factory year uh, mm-hmm. with Honda, and he had factory front brake, he had the factory stuff. I mean, Duff had the bike down there. There's parts down there that I was like, oh, man, I've seen that at Anaheim 1. So, you know, depending on what gets put out there, I think that'll be pretty good. Uh, the Anstey thing, too. I don't know if you've heard this chase, but I heard 250 stuff for next year. So what if he and Freckle really? and Seal are just, yeah, if that's what, if it's him and if it's him and um, on the 250, I mean, that could just be that SX2 class of just established fast veteran dudes just going yeah, at it. That'd be you know, cool. When it puts Dean and Ken on a 450, that would be something. Yeah. yeah. Did so they, did they confirm Seely in 250 class in the, the um, PR? Because I know that, I know that after that day that we shot, Tony was all flustered and he's like, "Dude, he looks so good on 450." I don't think, yeah, I don't think they confirmed. I don't think they yeah, they, they know for sure though either yet. They did say SX2 for him and oh, okay. Mitchell, and then Vince and um, Vince and Justin will be on the 450. Okay, but you know, I we could see a lot of stuff change. I think for Vince that would be better. 
for him to be on the 450. Mm-hmm. You know, Cole could do a lot of damage on a 250. Look at all oh, the yeah. years of experience he has on there. Yeah. Yeah. He's just up at Wyvern. I wish we could get uh, Anderson to line up on a PC 250. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else? Uh, I'm sure that you guys have, maybe you've seen it, but did you uh, notice the TV package is going to change at the end of July? Yeah, we, yeah. we found that out. I wanted to ask. So, what happens that. to all the subscribers, man? I got billed my 99 bucks. <laughs> uh, it says that like you can pick it up on Flow for a little bit, like it's going to be a 6.99 program. But there's other stuff that I got to look at to make sure. Mm-hmm. We got lucky that we have a pump subscription, like the two that we got. So I'm like, oh, okay. That but, paid for uh, mine. <laughs> I had an email where yours came. No, I got a I got a uh, auto renewal receipt in the mail email. Ninety nine dollars. Maybe it's gonna, gonna pull the same bullshit Transworld did, and I'll get like a form hub premium yeah, I, subscription. I, I think the auto receipt was uh, them showing that they paid for the subscription, but that was supposed to be free because I got the same thing. Hmm. Okay. Well, I regress then. <laughs> but still, I mean, I wonder. Yeah. If, I wonder if all the people that paid are going to get some lame half-ass substitution instead of Dude. refunds. All I gotta yeah. say is, hopefully, this new streaming platform or whatever pulls it off on Saturday because I cannot imagine Moto Memes account if it goes to shit again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It should. They they do a lot of high volume stuff, so it should be okay. Okay. No. Yeah. Man, dude, like. Just the stuff on Instagram, I'm sure vital, everything, like every forum thread, it's just been ripping them apart. Yeah. 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 Dude, even trying to use the app days after to watch it on television, to cast, it's impossible. Dude, it's... It shuts off all the time. It's pretty rough. Yeah. I heard what everybody had been saying online at the races, and I was like, fuck, how bad could it be? Oh, it's bad. Yeah. 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 It ain't too good, but... But I and everything I had heard too, this wasn't a, a long term plan, you know. So I know that a lot of people thought that this was who knows, but I, I don't think that it was going to be the future. The whole sport was going to just stay on MAV TV. Right. Yeah, I wonder if like it was that. MAV TV saying, Yo, we're pulling out, or if it was MX Sports going, You guys are fucking up. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, back at Colorado, the, the framework for this was already happening because a lot of the MAV people that were behind the scenes apparently had been let go. They had changed servers. They had went through a lot of stuff to try to sort it out, and this was, you know, the last-ditch option that they had to pull. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anton, uh, I know this weekend's uh, NPC again. Are the 450s going to be before the 250s? Uh, I have the race schedule pulled up. Yep. Yep, you're right, Chase. Hmm. Okay. Hey. <clears throat> I don't know if I told you. I told Aaron this. Hmm. I'm going to have to make a trip to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City? I'm going to go back out to Salt Lake, go hang out with truck driver Taylor. Okay. He had his third child, I think. Was this thir- is that third child, A-Ray? I thought he already had three. Four. I think so, yeah. I think he, had, he, had another, he had another baby boy. He and his wife did the other day. What did he name it? Axel. Okay. Middle name? Don? Two ends. Really? Dude, how sick is no. that? What? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. He said. Dude, that's freaking badass. He said, you already have a whole bunch of white stepsons. You might as well have one more. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is 
that that's something cool, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take a picture. Dude, there, dude, so, like, right? Like it's like you know, I always joke around, right? Like yeah. like, oh hey, 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 Anton, Don's a Don Antonovich mm-hmm. has a cool ring. But you know, you joke like that, but like, dude, he didn't I never made that joke with him and he just yeah. did it. And because like he posted a picture of the baby, I was like, Hey dude, congratulations. <clears throat> and he goes, Oh, thanks, man. It's Axel Don. <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, I thought it'd be better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. I'll, dude, what do you do? That's so awesome. That's cool. He, that poor kid does not know the amount of Stasics and dirt bike gear and stuff headed his way. I know, right? <laughs> dude, I'm just like, it's like, it's crazy, dude. Like, yeah. I, dude, somebody's named after me in this world. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's mm-hmm. so badass. I can't wait to get out there and meet the dude. But yeah, it's funny because truck driver Taylor just started as like an Instagram follower, right? And he became one of our close buddies. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely have enjoyed the last two years hanging out with him in Salt Lake, and he came out here. And totally. Let me know when you go back. I gotta go conquer that jump I didn't hit. <laughs> oh, at uh, I Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, all good. Anything else, guys? Nope. Uh, I think that's it. While you're on the stick thing, shout out to Schumann and all those guys for hooking me up with one. I I really Ooh. appreciate that. that yeah, so what, you got that for a uh, childhood friend's kid? Yeah, so John's like, I mean, he's my other brother. Other than Kyle, he, he lived with us, and he was the best man in our wedding. Like, he's been my best friend since I was, you know, in the 12, 12 years old. So, uh, yeah, Abe's finally getting to be about the age where he's interested in stuff, and uh, the offer was there, so I had to – had to take it and he loves it you know it's so cool i know my guy's a long long time away from getting that chance so to see a little kid be so happy like that was awesome you know he got it on saturday and uh we happened to go to a pool party that they were going to and when he saw me uh, a few hours after he got it he jumped out of the pool and ran over and hugged me soaking wet <laughs> because he was so <laughs> so that stuff is cool so yeah it was fun to see another kid like it you know the life on two wheels thing going did he take to it immediately or like was he already a bicycle kid could ride a bicycle. Yeah, he had a strider. He had a strider. Uh, and then he's had a bicycle for a bit. But the the training mode, he did a couple little laps on that and then he was ready to get it into the next level. Yeah. But then as soon as you put it in the next level, man, it'll ride a wheelie. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Ari and I got really good at building Stasics while we were at Pablo's house. I forgot about that. Yeah. They, did they, he didn't, yeah, yeah, like, did anyone ever ride those things that were at the track or did it just kind of get forgotten? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, after the, after the races, like all the kids, like they just started hopping on them and just riding them everywhere. Where did they ride? Doing like in, in the cement area? They didn't, they surely couldn't go in the yeah. cement those things. Yeah. They were just riding on the cement area a little bit. Did um, any of them eat shit because yeah, you over tightened the headset? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, what I think they're like, all good. Was it like the starter bikes at Minneapolis where you put the headset on backwards? Uh, no, no, it wasn't like that. I, it might have been, yeah. They should have an additional <laughs> warning sticker. This yeah. is assembled by A-Ray. Yeah. Uh, when the first one I built, yeah, I tightened the, uh, the stem nut down too much, and the thing like wouldn't turn. I was like, oh, and I had to loosen the stem nuts and the, the top cap to get it to turn. Oh, dude, real quick. You guys wouldn't be – You'd be surprised how many pro taper bars I saw at Born Free. On Harley's? Yeah. Does Harley make a pro, pro I don't taper think bar? so. I, yeah. So those no, bars, they're, that's they a do? big deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, when, yeah, when the Harley thing, like the Hell on Wheels dudes and Rusty Busher and all those guys were really like sending it on those a couple years ago, there was a Harley okay. bend. I looked at. Oh. It was hey. pretty straight. <laughs> oh, hi, Ezra. <laughs> okay, so. Hey, Ezra. 
So uh, Stephen Reed at Pro Taper, our guy there. You know, maybe we need to get some Pro Tapers on Chase's Harley. <laughs> oh, he needs those ape hangers, you know, where he won't need to wear deodorant because his armpits will be in the air <laughs> all day. I think we should put Pro Tapers on your bike and put a uh, sell a whole shot device on the floor. A whole shot device? Yeah. yeah you sweet. never know. You want to get off that line good when yeah, the light yeah. turns green. Maybe it'll help with the wheelies. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Anyhow, uh, Anton, good luck in uh, Redbud this weekend negotiating the wild crowd. And uh, hope you don't get too sunburned out there. It should be good, dude. I think, hey, High Point was like an all-time weekend. That yeah. was like one of the best weekends of weather and all that. This weekend, it's going to be about 85 degrees. Weather's been great here lately. It's been cooling off, so we haven't had the triple-digit heat. Dude, 85 at Redbud. No rain, no wind, no nothing. That's going to be an all-time day. Like, guys are going to be going for it. But I think we're in for really, really good racing come Saturday afternoon. Mm. Right. Let me know if you find my balls. I seem to have left them there when I when we went to the KTM <laughs> a couple weeks ago. So. Dude, that track is so <laughs> sick. I don't know. It's KTM National now. They, they did such a good job at that intro. I guess they had the title sponsor it. Oh, wow. Is it? Wow, Maybe it was nice. a trade-off deal. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, about High Point. How about the... Was it Beta that was sponsoring all of a sudden? Yeah. Like the drone cam and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Slowly coming. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Mm. Slowly but surely. Oh, those, uh, to go back to the beginning of the thing, Don, those Rayu motorcycles, mm-hmm. they're still made in Spain. No, oh, they're made in Spain still. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, wonder when, uh, I wonder when KTM Group's going to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Don, is there something that you wanted to ask Sam? Oh, yeah, put Sam on. So this is Samantha Hetty, A-Ray's, like... Sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar, yeah. Are you there, Sam? Hello. Hi. Listen to the, her voice. <laughs> she even sounds like seductive, right? So what do you prefer? Do you prefer How's it going? Do you prefer A-Ray in a headset or a helmet on the weekends? Oh, um, Helmet. A helmet? Hmm. why is that yeah. because you like seeing him do what he does best or like you just like the, I mean, the smoking clutch smell <laughs> he seems most happiest when he's in a helmet yes so. he is happy that's what i like so that's what i like to see so he's going to have surgery on his wrist here pretty soon uh what are your thoughts about that like does he make you like help help when he's in a cast laid up um, I'm not sure yet. Um, he makes me help with pretty much everything else. So yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be put to work. Is this right hand or left hand? His right. Right. So oh, no. that's the butt wiping. It's going to be out of commission. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it that serious? Is it exactly. that level where you would help him after he pooped? I don't know. <laughs> if it came down to that, I'd probably take him outside and just hose him down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, uh, have a good time at Redbud this weekend, and thank you for uh, letting Alex join us for the Pro Taper Kickstart podcast for the last hour. I know that you guys probably have um, lots of things to do. What's on the agenda tonight? Um, not sure. Maybe gonna take uh, my dog to the dog park, mm. hang out for a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a drink. <laughs> yeah, get a drink. But. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, Sam. (laughs) Bye.
She doesn't Jeez. sound 15 like she looks, huh? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, dude. She's 27. I know, but she looks 15. So, yeah, if yeah. there's any, uh, yeah, I mean, any she's brands, on the phone all day, like, any brands in California that need a recruiter, we need to get Sam a job in the motocross. Dude, industry. I told you Roger would probably hire in a second. Dude, you They're don't want looking to look for someone. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we need, we need to find a job for Samantha Hetty. I think, I think KTM Group's hiring. Yeah. They always have those office girl positions open. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's way Did you more talk than to her about girl, this dude. while she was on the phone. No, no, we just asked if uh, she liked your helmet. Oh, oh, but yeah, okay. No, we. She said no protect or er, protection over no protection. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's freaking. <laughs> yeah, I need to figure something out. Yeah, we need to keep Aaron right, cool. in Southern California, so we need to get his fiance or maybe soon to be fiance. I hear a job. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. What's what's Don gonna do if I freaking if I move to Kentucky? Yeah, it's oh, gonna be dude. like different time zones again on the podcast and all that. I know you already got one guy there. It's you know we we got to keep the odds good. We got to keep it like three to one, right? Yeah, I don't. Well, I'll just, we could just meet halfway, and you and I can just do it in person, like we just do two scenes, me and you, and then Chase and Don. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just you know I don't want to see a Ray on the side of a milk carton like just like uh, Colorado Kickstart. On a milk carton. <laughs> well, I know. Trust me. Missing. Uh, Have you right. seen me? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. S- yeah. Well. Like, fuck me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, guys, we are going to sign off. Thank you for listening to the Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper, and we will talk to you after Redbud. Guys, be safe out there. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.